Ripple gives its blessing to a set of crypto exchanges. Good evening, I'm Stan Higgins, and this is Late Confirmation for Coindesk, bringing you the latest top stories from August 16th. A newly disclosed vulnerability in Intel chips could have far-reaching effects on security, and an Airbnb co-founder has backed a $22 million funding round for crypto dealer SFOX. Plus, we'll finish up the podcast today by speaking with Coindesk researcher Adam Hart about the investments being made in blockchain and cryptocurrency education by universities and industry companies. But first, a word from our sponsor, Said Business School, University of Oxford. Master financial technology online with the 10-week Oxford FinTech program. Interacting with an international cohort of business leaders and over 60 guest experts, you'll gain a practical introduction to key financial technologies and their business applications. Find out more at OxfordExecFintech.com. Ripple has endorsed three cryptocurrency exchanges as preferred partners for transacting with its XRapid payment service, which uses the cryptocurrency XRP. With the designation, the company is essentially encouraging all of its bank clients in the U.S., Mexico, and the Philippines to use Bittrex, Bitso, and Coins.ph, respectively, for sending funds via XRapid. Ripple's chief market strategist, Corey Johnson, told Coindesk that the three exchanges were chosen for their XRP holdings, which allows them to provide higher levels of liquidity, while adding that although Ripple only announced the three exchanges so far, more names are to follow. In fact, Ripple wants to focus on places where there is a very vibrant XRP marketplace. As an example, Johnson noted that Taiwan and the Philippines see large volumes of trading compared to other international corridors, meaning Ripple could focus more attention in those places. Read more about that at Coindesk.com. Chipmaker Intel disclosed a new vulnerability on Tuesday. The foreshadow vulnerability affects parts of Intel chips used for sensitive data storage, and it's likely to have ramifications for the cryptocurrency world. The vulnerability affects Intel's software guard extension, or SGX enclaves, the region of the chip for sensitive data storage. Since many crypto projects in development are planning to use SGX, foreshadow will require them to do some restructuring before launching for real. Among these projects are MobileCoin, which aims to use SGX to build an energy-efficient cryptocurrency to replace miners, and Enigma, which uses the system in a unique bid to boost privacy in smart contracts. Infrastructure will remain vulnerable to this class of attack for a while because many of these systems are slow to upgrade, and these fixes may require hardware upgrades, according to Cornell University security researcher Phil Dayan. Because SGX is proprietary to Intel, it's long been controversial as a solution in the cryptocurrency space, and this week's news will no doubt further inflame that debate. And finally, a cryptocurrency dealer that assists institutional investors and high net worth individuals in cryptocurrency deals has closed a Series A funding round of $22.7 million. Called SFOX, the platform operates as a trading hub that helps these high-volume traders fulfill their buy-and-sell orders by executing them through its integrations with different crypto exchanges. Notably, the new funding, uh, which the platform announced on Thursday, has backing from Airbnb co-founder Nathan Blurchik, along with Tribe Capital, Social Capital, Y Combinator, Danois Venture Capital, and Digital Currency Group. We should note that Coindesk is an independent operating subsidiary of Digital Currency Group. SFOX said that the fund will be used to work on unveiling crypto asset management services in addition to its existing trading facility. 
Furthermore, it plans to increase manpower and expand to more geographic regions in the next year. The most important conference in crypto comes to Asia this fall. Coindesk's Consensus Conference lands in Singapore on September 19th and 20th. Join more than 75 speakers and 50 sponsors for two days of powerful insights, industry announcements, and cross-industry networking opportunities. It's all happening in Singapore on September 19th and 20th. Register today at coindesk.com events. Now we're joined by Coindesk researcher Adam Hart, who is going to talk to us about some of the investments being made in blockchain and cryptocurrency education by some of the universities as well as uh, industry companies of the world. Welcome, Adam. It's great to be back. So I guess just to start, uh, if you can you know, give the listeners uh, that we have maybe don't know too much about this particular area, kind of like a broad view of what's actually happening at the university level and also kind of the private sector level in terms of education. Absolutely. So with uh, blockchain technology at large, just like any other emerging technology, there's been a big gap between the excitement and demand for people who are knowledgeable and capable of building blockchain products and the supply of uh, available talent. So we've seen a lot of investment both from the private companies who are building uh, blockchain platforms especially. So for those who don't know that the names that spring to mind in this case are companies like IBM, who's building their Hyperledger platform, R3, who have, who have their Corda platform, and Consensus, who work primarily on Ethereum. So these platform companies have been investing heavily in training developers because they need to hire developers. So that, that makes a lot of sense. But then what's been really interesting for us is recently we've seen a surge of interest from universities, especially uh, sort of grassroots courses that are demanded both by faculty and students. So education is really happening on two fronts here, both dr driven by the, the private industry who need developers and you know, business people to fill open roles, and students and faculty who are really interested in the subject academically. Now, are now the schools that are getting into this are these, you know, are these like like big, well-known institutions, or are these more kind of maybe not to to, to offend them, but like maybe lower tier um, academic places that are looking to capture some of the interest, or is it a mix of both? Yeah. So again, there there's no absolute line. There there are classes that we've seen in our research from both very well-known institutions and lesser-known institutions, but primarily it's been. Uh, very recognizable names in especially large cities that have been able to attract the teaching talent. So that that's one facet that keeps coming up in these university efforts um, is right now there aren't enough qualified professors to teach the students. So for now at least, there have been the the courses that are being offered are primarily concentrated in large, well-renowned universities like Stanford, uh, UC Berkeley, Duke, Georgetown, and others. So across the board, there there are courses, but you know, a lot of the the talent is going to the top universities. Hmm. And in terms of kind of the demand on the student level, um, what are you guys seeing in terms of data? Um, you know, for you know, I mean, are lots of people seeking out these courses, or is it kind of what's the picture there? Absolutely, it's it's tough to get a purely qua uh, qualitative picture of the demand by the students. But what we've noticed is that a lot of the courses that are being offered are, are offered uh, through what's called uh, special programs or special topics, which are essentially courses created ad hoc um, based on demand from student or mm. professors. Uh, so. 
courses at CMU and other engineering schools especially have um, been primarily these special topics in blockchain. So that's where we're seeing a lot of demand. And then the other uh, key data point that we can see that in indicates a lot of demand, especially at these really top tier universities, are the presence and expansion of student organizations, for example, blockchain clubs, fintech clubs that are going out and doing education or even in some cases consulting for Fortune 500 companies because this is really where the talent is. So, you know, the notable case there would be um, blockchain at Berkeley, which has consulted for companies like Google and others, um, and it's really an established presence. Interesting. And I guess, you know, to kind of close the loop here, you know, where do you, where do you see this trend heading the next few years? Do you see demand cooling off or, you know, based on the signs that you guys are looking into, um, that we may see more classes added, you know, more interest from like the academic level? Yeah, I, I definitely bet on continued uh, expansion in blockchain education because right now there's a, a big constraint on the supply of qualified teachers. You know, um, the University of Pennsylvania, which offers a course now, they, they have a professor, Kevin War uh, Werbach, and I apologize if I'm mispronouncing his name there, um, but he said that essentially he expects every business school in the next five years to have a course on blockchain or cryptocurrency. It's just that right now, the people who are qualified to teach it are being siphoned off by industry, so there's no one left who's you know willing and able to teach these courses at the universities despite the student demand. Interesting. All right, we'll have to keep an eye on the universities of the world and see if the next generation of blockchain innovators comes out of them. Thanks, Adam. It's great to be on. Late Confirmation is brought to you by the Said Business School at Oxford University. You can now study fintech entirely online with Oxford University's Said Business School. The 10-week program gives you the tools you need to build the future of transaction and commerce, and you'll explore emerging technologies that will disrupt marketplaces and financial services, while also examining the state of the industry and planning disruptive intra- or entrepreneurial interventions. Throughout the program, you'll be exposed to key ideas, principles, and frameworks from CEOs of leading startups, corporate leaders, and instructional leaders at the forefront of research in the area of future commerce and transactions. Find out more at OxfordExecFintech.com. For more on today's stories and to subscribe to our newsletter, check out Coindesk.com. You can find us on Twitter at Coindesk. And if you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. For Coindesk, I'm Stan Higgins, and this has been Late Confirmation. The Podglomerate, a sonic universe.